You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Open Forum Wednesday, our fantasy football roundtable. I just got done with a phenomenal show on YouTube Live with my man, Jerry Reynolds. We're going to be doing that every week. Man, if you were with us, that was so much fun. That was great. And if you missed it, all you need to do is just check out my YouTube Live channel. It's easy to do if you don't like that with Grant Napier. All right. I just actually put out a link for you on my social media account, both Twitter and Facebook. All right. If you want to follow me on Twitter at Grant Napier Show, so it's easy to do. I'm on Facebook and I just put the link out if you want to go back after this show and watch my live show with Jerry Reynolds. How the heck are you? How's your day? You ready for some fantasy football talk? You ready for an open forum Wednesday? All right, because we're going to do it all. All right, we are going to doing it all. How about Devontae Adams charged with misdemeanor assault for pushing down that freelance employee for SPN? All right, shouldn't really call it employee, freelancer working for ESPN on Monday. Misdemeanor assault has been the charge against Devontae Adams. Think before you act. Think before you act. What a lesson that would be for those that do stupid things. And that was absolutely stupid. All right? That was stupid. Plain and simple. Ridiculous. All right? Absolutely ridiculous. All right, baseball, right? Rain delay in Philly. How about that Astros comeback yesterday? Yankees get a solid outing from Garrett Cole, so he starts off his postseason with exactly what the Yankees expected from him. They beat the Tribe 4-1. to one. I'm still going to call them the Tribe. I don't care what the hell anybody says. That's, that's how they are to me, all right? 4-1, uh, to one, and... The Dodgers up one. They play game two tonight. But again, the Phillies and the Braves in a rain delay. All right, let's get to some phone calls right here on our Open Forum Wednesday. And we're going to say hello to Trent. Trent, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. How are you today, Trent? I'm doing well. I had a good day at work. Uh, it's It was really great to hear you and Jerry talk on the YouTube channel uh, on the way home. It was awesome. Thank you. 
Thank you. So um, the question I had, I remember you uh, were talking a while back about the future of, of sports talk radio and like radio in general. And um, I would consider myself sort of a born again NFL fan because I haven't really paid. I've been paying more attention to the NFL this year than I have any other year in the last maybe 10 years. And um, I'm finding it difficult to actually listen to NFL games online with a uh, like the the actual hometown sort of Greg Papa and Tim Ryan sort of coverage of the 49er games. And it's hard to find those. It's hard to find that online with like the KNBR app or however you want to however you want to call it. I'm just wondering well, if the NFL. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Go ahead. I was just wondering, does the NFL have some sort of rights kind of thing with uh, not allowing online sort of apps to broadcast the uh, the radio call of a of a home team for for uh, for a 49er fan? Yes, that's correct. They do have rights. It would be a violation. The only place you can find it is on the station that carries the 49er games or their network, and that's the only way you can do it. There are no apps where you can just pick up a feed uh, unless it's licensed through the NFL. My question is, and again, I'm only asking this, You so you prefer to watch the game with the radio call instead of the network announcers on TV? Is that what you're telling me? That's how you prefer to do it? I, I, I think so, because I think that Greg Papa, I, I really appreciate his passion and his um, enthusiasm when something spectacular happens. It's almost like, I mean, I'm also a golf and a racing fan, and I think that if you take the Indianapolis 500 and if you take the uh, the actual radio call that happens during the Indy 500, it, it's a lot more descriptive and a lot more um, spectacular, I think, than the, uh, than the folks doing the TV um, it's, it's just something that I've noticed and, and, you know, the PGA tour has their way of doing things, but you don't really get a hometown feel with that. But I'm just thinking that, you know, with, with what you and Jerry did with basketball, you had a, you had a hometown feel for what the game was because it was, it was being broadcast for the hometown sort of fan. Right. It was just, it was just interesting. It's just interesting. You know, See, the may, basketball there, way. There are two ahead. issues that there, but Trent, there were two issues. Number one. It's very difficult to sync up the video with the audio so that exactly. it's in real time. That's yeah. number one. And number two, personally, and this is just me, it's all subjective. I would never want to watch a 49ers game and listen to Greg Papa be so descriptive when he's going to tell me 80% of what he's telling me I can see with my eyes. And for uh-huh. me, that would be extremely bothersome. I would not like that. But again, there are a lot of people like yourself that would enjoy doing that. But to answer your first question, the NFL controls all of that. Well, you know what? Interesting they say that, Grant, because I really do appreciate that because you're 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 coming cro- across to me as from the standpoint of having a more um, like the the network coverage has more of an an observant or or how do you call it a a sort of uh, um, I don't it's know what the word wordy. is. It's not as wordy. It's not as wordy. It's it's not oh. as descriptive because we can see what's on TV. So I there's, see a lot more yeah. of, there's a lot more of the analysts on TV than there would be with Tim Ryan on the radio. And I think Tim is great. And I know Tim personally, and I'm, I'm a big fan of his, and I think he does a great job. But personally, it's just me. I would not want to listen to uh, – see, Greg Papa is extremely descriptive. I mean, he's telling me absolutely everything, as he should, 
on radio, but I don't want because, that yeah. when I'm watching a game on TV. But again, teach their own. Well, no, I appreciate your viewpoint, and and see, I appreciate the the viewpoints of all these fans that listen to this uh, to this platform, your show, and I mean, I'm just a I'm just a sort of a new NFL fan, and I appreciate that feedback because you know I got to get better at watching football, and it's like, you know, is there a class? I mean, for me, I, I hope I don't I hope I don't sound stupid doing this, but it's like, is it? What do you look for when you're watching a football game? I mean, I mean, I know the quarterback. I, I don't know. I've been watching the NFL since 1962. Yeah. Um, I, 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 to each their own. I mean, you have to understand what what interests you may not interest me, and vice versa. So you ought to do what enjoys what what you enjoy doing. If you like watching a game with a radio call, try to figure that out. If you like, I mean, just have fun, enjoy watching it. Whatever you enjoy the most, do it. It doesn't really matter what I do or what anyone else does. It matters what Trent wants. Trent needs yeah. to do what Trent enjoys doing. There is no yeah. there's no right way to watch football. A lot of people watch on different types of platforms and they do uh you know watch parties and group chats some people love yeah. going to sports bars where you can't even hear what's oh, going yeah. on in the game because so you know just do whatever you like whatever that's you cool like. man listen, well man, you know, i appreciate like. it thank you thanks hey, Trent, thanks thank grant you. take Have care a good day all right you. you too appreciate it all right let's get to uh e-train right here next on an open forum wednesday hey e-train what's going on hey grant how you doing I'm good. How are you? Doing good. So I got to tell you, I'm even more discouraged about the Raiders now than I was after the first three losses. And after the first three losses, I wasn't sure how much of it was the players versus the coaching. And I think now with them being one in four, I definitely see that the coaching appears to be a problem. And I'm by no means, you know, saying that I think they need to fire Josh McDaniels. But because um, I think, you know, new coach, you got to give them a little bit of time. But I just wanted to ask you a general question. If you're the GM of a team and you've got a new coach, what would it take for you to get to a point to fire a first year coach? Or Well, first or of all, whoa, 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 whoa. there's a new GM, too. You can't the new the GM and McDaniels came in together. OK, good point. So yep. that, that question does not apply to this particular situation. I would go a minimum of two years. If the Raiders only win a handful of games this year and next year it's a disaster, there's no way in the world that I'm bringing back Josh McDaniels for year three. And I would probably fire him in the middle of year two because this is a team that was in the playoffs last year. The Raiders were a playoff team last year. Let's not forget about that. They were a playoff team. Yeah, definitely. It's a step backwards for sure. And I, I've seen other reports that, you know, Josh McDaniel's system is too complicated. And I don't know if that's true or not, but you're right. You have a lot of the same pieces and yet they're definitely taking a step backwards from where they were last year. They scored 29 points on Monday night. That should be enough to win the game. Uh, I don't think offense lost the game on Monday, although I did not agree with the two point attempt. But that's near neither here or there. Their defense lost the game. Their defense and that the, the the game plan against Travis Kelsey in the red zone made absolutely no sense. Two of the four touchdowns, there was nobody anywhere near him. I don't understand how that can happen. I really don't. So offensively, I didn't really think the Raiders issue. They were playing without Darren Waller. That's a huge loss, not having a tight end. They were still able to move the ball and score 29 points. So I, I to me, that should be enough to win an NFL game. Yeah, I, I hear you. This just, you know, collapsing in the second half, you know, yeah. game after game, that's just not a strategy to win games. 
Nope, it is not. So, hey, listen, I appreciate the call, Lee Train. You take care. Thanks, Grant. Thank you very much. All right, let's get to uh, Jerry right here on Listen App. Hey, Jerry, Open Forum Wednesday. Good to have you on. Grant, thanks for taking my call. Hey, Grant, um, I want to tell Trent something that I also do the same thing that he does is I turn down the volume for the TV and I listen to the Nana game on the radio. But I, because uh, we have like a little speaker that says Google, I'm like, I would say, okay, Google, stream 680 AM. I don't say stream KMBR 68. I just go stream 680 AM and I get the Nana game. Really? Okay. There you yeah. go. See, I learned something myself by listening to you. <laughs> no, I'm right. serious. I had no idea. I, and again, I would never do that. I would right. not want to listen. I'm a Giants fan. I don't want to listen right. to a I love Bob Papa and I love Carl Banks. Mm -hmm. But when I'm watching football on TV, I don't want a radio call. But that's just me. And Grant, it seems like it's about a four or five second delay. Uh, uh, we know what's being said. Well, well, we know it's being done radio, on the radio, but the TV is just a little bit behind. Now, no way I'm doing that. I'm, there's not a, okay. not a chance in a million that I'm watching a game with a four or five second delay. I'm not doing it. But again, okay. to each their own. No, that's whatever. I mean, that's why I say what works for you may not work right. for me and vice versa. So it's all good. It's all good. But there's no way in the world I'm ever doing that. All right, sir. I just thought I would chime in and just um, let Trent know, okay? Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. You, okay, bye-bye. By the way, if you're just joining me, uh, we just had a great show on YouTube. And I also want to say that you can go and watch the show that I just did on YouTube with Jerry and then did a segment with uh, Rhino and Sacktown. And if you are interested in sponsoring my show with Jerry Reynolds, there are sponsorship opportunities available. DM me, all right, on my social media account, uh, at Grant Napier Show on Twitter or at my Facebook page. And uh, I'd be happy to discuss that with you. You can be a sponsor of uh, the segment with Jerry and I or Ryan or whatever the case. All right, it is available. All right, let's get to uh, Jeff right here on Listen App. Good afternoon, Jeff. How are you today? Good, Grant. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. Great show today. It was awesome to see you had over 70-something people on the chat line. Very exciting. And uh, I can't wait to get up into the hundreds. Uh, that was really cool. I mean, you know, thank you. Just totally awesome. I love Jerry. I'm glad he got his IT up to up to snuff. So yep. anyway, yeah. I, I mean, we'll, we'll 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 have over. We'll get into the thousands with that. Uh, even on this show, once people, not everybody can watch live, and so you know, I'm convinced that by what is today, Wednesday, by Friday, I bet you we have over a thousand people that have watched that YouTube uh, segment that I just did with Jerry and Ryan. So yeah, I'm all I'm very uh. Very happy with uh, the numbers already. And so it will grow. And once the season starts, Jeff, when we have real games to talk about, it will really take off. Right. 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 I, well, I remember your biggest show on Listen App was when the trade with Halliburton. Uh -huh. Yep. Was, you, that was a huge show. Everybody. Yes, it was. Could, everybody couldn't wait to get your reaction on that. So, yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, the more momentum the season gets going, the more momentum your show's gonna get. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I have a nice support group. People love Jerry. People love hearing what Jerry has to say. I think people enjoy when Jerry and I are together, we have a lot of uh, humor and uh, we have a lot of great oh, stories yeah. that we like to share. So yeah, I'm pretty optimistic about it. I think it's gonna be great. It's like Batman. <laughs> <Robin>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Hey, so what I want to talk about, maybe it's a little off the cuff, but it was Steve Young's birthday the other day, and I think I sent it to you. And uh, do you think Steve Young would be good in today's league like he was back in, when he played? Uh, is he similar yes. to an Allen, a Jackson, uh, you know, uh, you know, his style of play? I mean, he was a great passer and a runner. I mean, that call that Lon Simmons made uh, that uh, when he made that run, against the Minnesota is classic. I love yep. listening to that call. He, he yeah, there's so, no question. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You know, I mean, to me, I, I, I wasn't the biggest Steve Young fan, uh, to be honest with you. And um, I thought he had right. one good postseason, and his postseason was not good. It was great. He was great in that postseason. I thought his other postseasons, he did not play well at all. Uh, I did not think that he read defenses very well. Uh, even the great Terrell Owens catch, which is another great call, uh, this one by Joe Starkey, uh, the ball on the previous play was right into the hands of a Green Bay defender, and he flat out dropped the ball. If that if that defender doesn't drop the ball, oh. that Terrell Owens play never happens. There were a lot of throws that Steve Young made, particularly in the playoffs, that were not good throws, with the exception of that one year. And again, that one year, he was great. I'm not taking anything away from him. He was great that year. But his other postseasons, he for a, a player of his magnitude, right. I thought his postseasons were terrible, absolutely terrible. That that uh, Super Bowl against the Chargers killed me. I was I was at a sales uh, car sales deal, and I had to watch that game in an airport. Wow. Back, you know, in between planes. Oh man, I was so bummed out. <laughs> yeah, that I would be bummed out too. That is for sure. Um, I'll tell you the worst Super Bowl experience I ever had was we were flying. We played a. This is the craziest thing in the world. We had a noon game in Toronto at the end of a road trip with the Raiders playing the Buccaneers. This was before you could stream on our plane. And we were in the air for the Raiders Buccaneers Super Bowl. And the only way we could know what was going on is the pilot every 30 or 45 minutes would update us on what the score of the game was. Well, you know what? That's when John Gruden got his, you know, all his yep. fame. He took over Tony, took over yep. what Tony Dungy did. He basically handed him a Super Bowl team. Just like Jimmy Johnson handed, uh, who was that coach? Uh, Barry Switzer. Yeah, handed Barry Switzer a Super Bowl team, same caliber. And plus, uh, Gruden knew Gruden knew the Raiders backwards and forwards. Yeah, but that that that's that's part of the game. But here's the other issue: if Barrett Robbins does not go a wall the night before the Super Bowl, I think that would have been a different game. I think when you lose your starting All Pro center, who no one even knows where the hell he is goes AWOL and leaves the team because he had big-time mental issues. Uh, he had a mental health disorder. That also had a very negative impact on that game. I forgot about that. That was weird. Very weird. All right, Jeff. Good hearing from you, buddy. Take, take it easy. Hey. All right, you too. Bye-bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right. Let's get to uh, Connor. Connor, good to have you on the show today. How are you, buddy? Doing great. How are you, Grant? I'm good, Connor. I just listened to your YouTube live show. Thought it was great seeing you and Jerry together again, talking Kings basketball. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that very much. So on the topic of Draymond Green, is it really a surprise that he's not going to get suspended? Nope. Nope. It's unbelievable to me. It really is. No, nothing, nothing surprises me anymore. It really is amazing. I mean, Devontae Adams pushes a guy down, all right? And I'm not saying that that's acceptable or whatever, but he gets charged with misdemeanor assault, and Draymond Green sucker punches a player, okay? And because it's in the realm of a sporting event, meaning practice or sport, there, nothing happens to him. Just gets a measly fine. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. It really is. It's a joke. Yeah, I'm starting to think about, like, what act could Draymond Green commit where he would actually get a suspension or a real punishment without getting too dark? Like, what can he not get away with? It's unbelievable. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously when he gets over 16 technical fouls in a season, it's an automatic suspension, but I'm with you on that. That's a fabulous question, Connor. That's a great question. I, I can't answer that. That is a great question. And then moving on to the Yankees yesterday, I thought yeah. Garrett Cole did what he was paid to do for once. Only one run, struck out like eight, and it was a good outing. Oh, it wasn't. And got out of that one. It got out of that one big jam. That getting out of that one jam early. That that was huge for him. But you're right. That's exactly what the Yankees are paying him for. But he got out of that jam. That was a big, big, big spot for him there, and he pitched very well to get out of that. Yeah, I don't know if you're talking about when the bases were loaded and he, yes. the the pitch before that was a perfect curveball, like down in the zone, and they called it a ball, but he was still able to get the strikeout. Yep. Amen. Yep. And then one more thing I thought of you as soon as I saw it, when Josh Donaldson was caught out for not hustling, I thought of you oh. immediately. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And I, I do not understand. This has been a repetitive situation with the Yankees and I blame it solely on Aaron Boone I think it's a joke it's an absolute joke I mean this has happened multiple times to his players and multiple times with Josh Donaldson and there's no repercussions at all I mean if you can't run hard in the playoffs when are you going to run hard it's a joke it's an absolute joke yeah it was terrible I mean it's about as close to a home run as you can get but still he literally like so, hit like high five the first base coach and was just trotting around and then screwed by the time that he realized it wasn't gone. It's a joke. 
It's an absolute disgrace. It really is. Uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. They got bad. The forecast is not good in New York tomorrow, and uh, it may alter the series and the pitching rotation. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. So uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. But you know, like the Phillies game, you know, there's bad weather on the Northeast. So we'll keep an eye on that. That that could have a a real impact on how they manage. Uh, this series and how the pitching rotation goes. So uh, rain tomorrow, you know, as well, 90% chance of rain tomorrow. Uh, we'll see exactly if they're able to get that game in and how it will be impacted. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it gets pushed to Friday or not. Yep. And then All right, if buddy. you want, we can start the fantasy discussion. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I, all right, so we'll open it up to anyone else that's listening. If you want to join in the Fantasy Roundtable, we'll do that now. All right, why don't you start us off? What, what, do, you, what, what do you have? What's your dilemma? Um, my dilemma is my wide receivers are in deep trouble right now. Michael Pittman, Darren Waller, Jalen Waddle's been injured. I need solutions or whether or not I should look for other people. All right, so there you have it, folks. If anyone wants to call up and get on the uh, Fantasy Football Roundtable, now is the time. Raise your hand, uh, and we will put you right on, and we will continue this discussion. How, I, how have you done in uh, your fantasy league so far up to this point through week five? I'm three and two right now. Okay, all right. Cody is with us. Cody, uh, thanks very much for joining the uh, roundtable. We'll also bring Jeff in. Cody, we'll get to you first. What do you think on the receiver issue for Connor? Can you hear me okay? Yep. Go ahead, Cody. Um, I would not I, – I wouldn't drop Pittman. At, what other options do you have? Who can you pick up? Um, I mean, basically anybody that would be on the waiver wire. But I, my two other options are Mark Andrews because my tight ends are receivers. And then Kadarius Tony, who I should probably just get rid of at this point. Oh my God! Again, I'd rather have—I'd rather have my land—I'd rather have uh, Andrew Thomas, my left tackle, lining up to play a wide receiver than him. But that's crazy. Yeah, I, I've got Kadarius Tony on all my benches too, but I'm just waiting because once they play him, he's going to get in there, and I'm assuming he's going to have a big day, like that day he had last year versus the Cowboys. He's a good receiver. He just got to—he's got to get those hamstrings. Well, he also has to have a brain, uh, you know, transplanted into his head. That's another thing he needs to do. He needs to have his hamstrings healed and he needs a new brain. All right. So if you can give him a new brain, then that, then I will be more optimistic. The guy is about a 20 story building. And on a good day, his elevator makes it to the 10th story. So, hey, Jeff, you're back with us. What do you think on the receiver issue? You got about 5,000 teams. You have every receiver in the world on your rosters. What do you think Connor should do? Well, well, uh, see if see if Samuel is available from Washington. He's having a great year. Uh, also, um, Ayuk for the 49ers. Uh, and some of the Jets, believe it or not, a couple of the Jets receivers, uh, they're looking pretty good, uh, and they're on the waiver wire. I'd be surprised if Ayuk is on the waiver wire. Would he be, Connor? No, he's not available, but I think Samuel yeah. is and some of the Jets receivers. Take take Samuel from the Commanders. Look at his points. He's been getting double digits every week.
for four weeks in a row. He's getting more than uh, McLaren. It's pretty surprising with how bad there you go, Connor. Wentz has been. I know. Very good point. Who would you drop though? Darren Waller or Michael Pittman to get Curtis Samuel? I would drop Tony. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, um, let me see who else we got on here. Let's get Ryan in Sacktown. Ryan, good to have you join us here on the Fantasy Football Roundtable. Uh, you have the floor, Ryan. Go ahead. Yeah, Grant, can you hear me? <laughs> Loud and clear, buddy. All right, perfect. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to switch gears. Uh, one, I would not drop Waller. Uh, that that's, That is not even a question to me. But I have gotten a couple of traded – offers for Josh Allen. What would you guys give up for Josh Allen? Well, you know, earlier I did trade Josh Allen and I got Debo Samuel back for him. No. <laughs> Cody, uh, Connor, uh, Just, let's go to Connor first. Connor, what would you get for, what would you do for, would you do that? I mean, Josh Allen is the QB1 in fantasy for sure, and Debo Samuel is good, but I don't think he's anywhere near the value. I'd be asking for someone like Saquon Barkley or, I don't know, like a top receiver, but because Josh Allen should be able to get multiple players in return and multiple quality starters. All right, Cody, what do you, well, Cody, what do you think? I'd want to I'd give you a, a top running back or a top receiver as well as a decent quarterback if I'm trading you for Josh Allen. But I, I would rather keep Josh Allen because he's that good. I'd rather him on my right. team than someone else. Jeff, what do you think? Well, well, remember when we first remember when we first talked about it. I have Herbert and I had Carr in my in my on my roster. I had all three of them. And, and then because I wanted to be able to trade one when I drafted, thinking, you know, that I did best player available. And we also discussed that later in the year, Josh Allen is going to be in bad weather in New York. Okay. But he's, he, he's used to playing in bad weather. He went to Wyoming. Yeah, yeah but look what he did <laughs> that last year's game, that one game. Yeah, but that was one game. That was where that. Yeah, but that that one game was extreme adverse weather in the New England game. That would that, that yes, it's Buffalo, but that's still that was very adverse conditions that day. That's a little bit different. I wouldn't use that as the norm. Right. I would use that as the exception. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Looking back on it now, that he's having a great year. You know, I'm kind of maybe kicking myself, but Herbert. The, Herbert's giving me some decent points, and if he goes down, I have Carr, you know, and Carr's good for 18 to 18 to 20. Herbert's usually good for 22, 23, but Allen's been scoring in the 30s. All right. Anybody else want to chime in? Any other questions? All right, guys. Appreciate that quick uh, segment. I'm going to put all of you back in the audience. Ryan, thank you. Uh, Connor, love having you on the show. Jeff, you're awesome. Appreciate your feedback. Ryan, I still got you here, man. Yeah, you, I, uh, Ryan, you sound so good. It seems like you're in the room here with me. That's how good your mic sounds right now, buddy. It's so weird, Grant. I don't know what's going on. We do our sound checks before. I know. 
and uh, this is just we'll figure it out. I've already talked to Chris. He's on it. So yeah, Chris is the best. He's the best. I'll tell you this though. That was a great show with Jerry today. Thank you very Amazing. much for uh, uh, assisting him and getting him up and running. And uh, we had really good. I'm looking at the numbers already on YouTube. And every time I go on, we got more and more people. So if you missed the show today with Jerry, uh, do yourself a favor. Check it out when you get an opportunity. Just go to YouTube if you don't like that. I also have Ryan on with me. We had a lot of fun. That is today. You can check it out on my YouTube channel. And then Friday, Sean Salisbury will be on with me and we'll enjoy that as well. No doubt. And it's it's awesome. Like Grant said, check it out. Grant, um, I am on heart medication, though, now, after the second time I'll <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I can but... understand just getting him on, you know. It's all good. <laughs> no, but Grant, it was so cool seeing the two reunited, or reunited and just the stories and your chemistry. I mean, like if I had to say – what are your top three Jerry Reynolds memories? What are they? The first one was sitting in San Antonio towards the end of the season. And it's about 45 minutes before the game. And Jerry and I are just sitting on the bench and we're just talking. And finally, uh, it's 15 minutes before the game. And that's when we normally do our scene set rehearsal. We just kind of look at the elements. So we know what we're going to talk about at the top of the hour. So we're getting ready to walk over there. And Jerry goes, you know, what's the most important part of our job, right? I go, no, what's that? He goes, to convince people they're not seeing what they're seeing. And I just started laughing my ass off. You know, the Kings were in another horrible season. And Jerry goes, yep, our biggest job is to convince people that they're not seeing what they're seeing. <laughs> I just thought that, that, is, that is about as good as it gets. So that was a great moment. Another, another moment that I'll never forget. Jerry and I are in New Orleans and we're on live and John Barry is on the Kings and he's behind us in mm -hmm. the layup line and I'm on live TV and JB gets on his hands and knees and crawls up behind Jerry and rolls up his pant leg above his knee <laughs> while we are live on television. All right. And I'm sitting there trying not to laugh my ass off. And all of a sudden, there's Jerry in his dress shoes and his black socks and his pants are rolled up above his knees. And then I see our cameraman tilt the camera down to show Jerry. And I just lost it on TV. That was that that, <laughs> that was that was really funny. And then the third the third thing, we were in Memphis and there's a, a men's clothing store in the uh, lobby of the hotel we were staying at. It's a very reputable clothing store, but it's very expensive. I can't remember the uh, Lansky Brothers. So. Jerry packed and on the road trip forgot a pair of dress pants. So Jerry went down to Lansky Brothers at the last minute and buys a pair of pants. All right. It cost Jerry $300. Now, for Jerry to spend $300 on anything <laughs> just would not happen. Okay. So we are on TV and I said, Jerry, those are really nice slacks you're wearing today. He goes, they should be. You know, I paid $300. He said, but they're now not only my dress pants, they're now my pajamas, they're also my workout <laughs> clothes. All right. And, uh, and, uh, and I said to him, I go, Jerry, I'm a little confused about something. I said, you just went down and you just spent $300 on a pair of pants. I said, do you have jeans? Did you bring jeans on this trip? He said, yeah. I said, well, Jerry, do you realize that when we're on TV, they only shoot us from the waist up? You could be out here in a pair of your gym shorts and nobody would know. And he goes, <laughs> He pauses and goes, 
Yeah, I might see if I can return these pants uh, tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean, but he, it was so funny when he said, "Yeah, these are now not just my dress pants; they're now my pajamas and they're my workout clothes as well." I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" There are so many great stories for Jerry. I mean, there are there are just so many. They're, they're, they're they go on and on. But I'll never forget when he said, "Our are the most important part of our job is to convince people that they're not seeing what they're seeing." I was just like, I was just like, it does not get any better than that. It really well, it's funny you say that because he told me that I uh, outkicked my coverage. Oh, yes. That was, <laughs> when we went that out. all the time, too. Yeah. Yeah. He used that and, all the time, too. And he's right. I outkicked my coverage with my wife. But I'm going to ask you, actually, yeah. now that we're talking about pregame stuff, what were the three moments for you? where a player messed with you or, you know, like when you're doing, you, I know you guys do your practice runs and then you go live. What were the top oh. three things that somebody did to you while oh, doing you know, I would you? have, I would have, I would have players come up sometimes in the middle of me being on camera and mess up all my hair, you know, like they would take their both hands, <laughs> and, you know, mess up my hair. Um, you know, I thought one of the coolest things is Jerry and I were in LA uh, doing a Clippers game. And I'm literally on TV and Austin Rivers puts his head right in the shot between me and Jerry and goes, if you don't like that. And I thought that was pretty cool that a player on another team, you know, would do that. I thought that was pretty right. cool. And um, gosh, there are many other instances where we had players interfering or doing stuff with us. The one was, uh, we would be on TV at the old Arco and Danny Ainge would literally stop at the scores table on the way coming out of a game and ask us, was that the right call? That was a terrible call. And I'm on the, I'm, I'm, I'm literally on live TV and I'm like, Danny, yeah, I can't answer that question right now. We're doing a game. You know what I mean? Like he would literally talk to us in the middle of the telecast and want to know whether the call was the right call or not, you know, so stuff like that happened. And, uh, you know, there, there were a lot of things, but, but Jerry, Jerry's stories and Jerry's humor on the telecast, uh, absolutely unbelievable. I mean, just incredible, but I'll never forget when JB rolled up Jerry's pants, like pant legs, uh, in while we were on TV, that was one of the funniest <laughs> things that I've, that I've ever experienced. So Grant, that's one of the funniest ones. If I say Jerry, Jerry Reynolds, what is the first memory that comes to mind, your best memory of working him or working with him for as long as you did? Well, we talked about this on YouTube today when he was the coach of the Kings for the first time and they had training camp over in Hawaii. And I walked onto, I walked into the practice facility for the second practice. I had just flown in and landed and Danny Ainge literally comes running up to me and says, Ralph can't run. And he was talking about Ralph Sampson. I'm like, and he mm. left the practice floor. I mean, he left the freaking practice floor to run up to me. I go, what do you mean he can't run? He goes, Ralph can't run. I'm like, get out of here. And half the team was on the side with their feet in ice buckets, sprained ankles, blah, blah, blah. And I'll never forget after the practice, Jerry was talking to the media. And to this day, it's the most upset I've ever seen Jerry. He had the most... Uh, sorrowful, awful look on his face. And I just, and this, this was before even the first preseason game. And I just knew right then and there that Jerry had no chance and the Kings had no chance that this team was so pathetic and so bad 
that here we are in day two of training camp and half the team can't play. He's got a roster with CBA players, which was the basically the, the G League back then. And yeah. I'll never I'll never forget that day. That was I th- I actually felt bad for Jerry that day. He looked like he had gone, you know, 15 rounds with Muhammad Ali. He was already defeated his body language, everything. I, I It was the worst I've ever seen Jerry, the worst I've ever seen him. Mm. So do you think Jerry would have enjoyed it if he had to pick A or B? Would it be doing what he did for you and with you as long as you guys did it, commentating and doing the Kings games or NBA coaching? I'll ask him that question on next week's show. That's uh, I've never asked him that before. Um, I think he liked both, but I think the stress level for coaching, particularly with a bad roster, was very difficult. The money probably much better, but I would say he enjoyed doing the games more than he co- than coaching. But I'll I'll put that. I'll ask him. I'll ask him when uh, when I do the next show. Sounds good. Can't wait to hear the answer. All right, I'm gonna hop off so everybody else can All hop right. on. Picks coming out other than the ones that I've released before. Yep. Grant, thank you so much. Everybody go to YouTube Live and check out the show. It was amazing to see Grant and Jerry back together. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you. Be good. All Bye-bye. right, bud. All right, that's good stuff from Ryan. If you want to get in on the program before we adjourn uh, for the day, just hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we will do it. Uh, again, if you want to sponsor that segment with Jerry and I, it's available. I uh, would love to have your participation. Uh, I would love to be able to give uh, Jerry something uh, for his efforts and for uh, him coming on and doing this uh, every week uh, during the basketball season. Great stuff. Again, just go to uh, YouTube Live if you don't like that with Grant Napier. Tomorrow, we'll get you ready for what looks like a horrible game, uh, Thursday night football. You know, baseball playoffs, they got terrible weather. I would say looking at the weather forecast for New York tomorrow, I would say that there's little chance of them playing that game tomorrow. I was just the wind and a half an inch of rain uh, tomorrow night. So I, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. All right. I would say that the baseball will postpone that game tomorrow. And I would say the same thing as in Philadelphia. You know, Philadelphia and New York are basically the same weather. Uh, I, I'm very skeptical. This could throw a real wrench into these baseball playoffs. All right. This could be a real issue with this bad weather right now in Philadelphia for the playoffs. All right. You got the Phillies who are in the bottom of the first. So they're going to try to get this game in looking at the forecast for tomorrow. You have to. All right. If you can get this game in tonight, You've got to get this game in and get the hell out of Philadelphia and get to Atlanta. So after a long rain delay, all right, they're starting, shouldn't say a long rain delay, but they're starting to play. Uh, I shouldn't say, well, this is my bad. This game's in uh, Atlanta. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I thought that's right. The game's in Atlanta. It's not in Philly. So let me back up with that. Uh, They would be going to Philly, all right, after this for – game three but that won't be until friday so they would be okay on that my bad i don't know what i'm talking about so it was raining in atlanta too but uh the weather in atlanta is not that bad i'm just looking at the forecast right now so they will get this game in obviously no weather concerns in la for the padres and the dodgers 
But that game tomorrow in New York, I'm just telling you right now, I don't think they're going to be able to play that game. I bet you baseball postpones that game early tomorrow if the forecast stays true to the way it looks uh, right now. All right, so you got Phillies at Atlanta. Uh, this is a huge, huge game for the Atlanta Braves to even up this series at a game apiece. And then you have the Dodgers looking to go two up on the Padres tonight. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much. Great job. Love having your support on both YouTube and right here on Listen App. We'll do it again tomorrow at 4 o'clock Pacific. Grant Napier saying so long, everybody.